When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> Ew, that was like so creepy. What's up? <laughs> oh, I'm just like, I'm, I was just telling you, I'm so happy that we're doing this because I so totally look forward to recording with you. It's, it's again, it's like just my weekly catch up with one of my best friends. It's so much fun. Um, I feel like if we lived in the same area, we'd be doing like margaritas or something once a week. We'd be With doing in-person podcasts. How which fun would, would be that awesome. be? Oh my God. Can you imagine if we all lived in Canada, Amanda, and then we could all get together and have like weekly like drag brunch or something like that. That'd be so fun. I know. I'd love it. But yeah, so I've been looking forward to this, even though I'm exhausted, I can like barely keep my eyes open. Um, my new job starts at 7 a.m., and I like to work out before work. So I've been getting up at like four, being at the gym by five, working out till six, getting ready for work at six and leaving by 6.30 and starting work at seven. And then I get home at like 4.30 or five. And then I don't get to sleep till like 11 or midnight. So it's been a nightmare. I'm exhausted. And I was just Why telling don't you earlier you today. Why don't you to sleep till that late though? Like if Because you're... I... My intention is always to go to bed super early, but I have so much stuff to do at home. Like as soon as I get home, I'm still like a tornado of a human. I'm like cooking dinner and doing dishes and cleaning the kitchen and taking care of the animals. And like, before I know it, it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night. It's just a lot. It's a lot. So I was just telling you earlier today that I'm going to like take a week or so off of working out to just focus on (laughs) getting into a good sleep schedule because I'm like a disaster of a human right now so yeah that's fucking great that helps 11 o'clock is like my like late night like Wrestlemania this weekend coming up and I'm like I have no (laughs) idea how I'm gonna be able to stay awake for it like I'm I'm gonna have to drink a Red Bull you're so cute um and the thing is like my my dumb dog well my adorable dog my Italian greyhound she's eight pounds and she has the tiniest bladder ever so this bitch wakes me up like two three times a night to go to the bathroom it's literally like having a baby so I'm gonna set up a a second crate I'm gonna make her sleep in her crate and I'm gonna set up another one with a potty pad in it and that way she can just like get up go pee drink some water whatever she needs to do and leave me the fuck out of it because i am a sleepy bitch i already did my time with a baby 16 years ago yeah i love dogs but i don't want a dog i'm like i'm good on the responsibility having to like it's a lot of fucking work especially when you yeah. first get them and their puppies it's crazy so mm-hmm. i'm like i'm good on it like unlike babies I actually do like dogs I just like don't want that responsibility ever the worst (laughs) thing is she's not even a puppy she's like almost four years old 
she just she's just a tiny dog and it like it sucks because my lab pit would hold her pee until she exploded if she had to like she she's fine all night long but this little little cute little bitch wakes me up all night long I'm tired but I think it's so cute that you have such an early bedtime you're like I'm out I like going to bed early because I like waking up early. If I wake up like after like seven o'clock, I honestly feel like I wasted my whole day. Like I I just feel like I can get so much done in the morning. Like, I don't know. I like the morning. So not a morning person. It sucks. I've always wanted to be a morning person, but I just, I've always been a night owl. I never was, but I kind of forced myself to be one because literally through my entire twenties, I was a I worked late at night. I didn't go to sleep till four or five in the morning. I slept till two in the afternoon. So it's just weird how as I got older, my sleep schedule just like turned around. But yeah, yeah. now you have an old lady sleep schedule. (laughs) I guess so. It feels good. I'm not knocking it. it. I'm jealous. Honestly, I'm jealous. I know. Yesterday was my late night (laughs) because Vanderpump Rules was on like staying up till 10 15 um last night's episode was kind of like boring until the very very end yeah 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 yeah. but I fucking love James Kennedy he's so funny I posted the clip on my on my um uh Instagram story today of him like drunk because he he has been sober for years and only this season he started drinking again after like two years um but is he like an alcoholic well, yeah, because he he used to get blasted, wasted, drunk, and say the meanest mm. things to people. And like, so Lisa good. fired him multiple times. Like it was bad. So he was like, "I'll never wow. have a drink again if I can still DJ like at Sir, whatever." So he quit drinking, but now he's drinking again, and he's so fucking funny. Like in the episode, Lisa was having a tea party for them, and he like lifted up a plate. He's like, "If I was drunk, could I do this?" Aww. and everyone's just like oh my god but is he like right now as of like starting to drink again is he a funny just a funny drunk or is he just a mean motherfucker too well the episode ended on him getting into a fight with ariana they're now in mexico for sheena's wedding so the drama's really start going to start to pick up because a lot of the raquel stuff is going to start happening now um but anyways they got into a fight because I guess at the airport, one of Brock's friends was like wasted and came up to James and James pushed him on the ground. And then Ariana's Ooh. like, why'd you have to do that? Now you started all these problems, whatever. So the episode ended with him like freaking out on Ariana. So you can't put your hands on people. That's a big no, no. It happens sometimes in Vanderpump Rules world. I'm excited. And then I, uh, we were talking earlier today about the photos that were released online of Raquel spending the night at Sandoval's house while Ariana is out of town. So they're still together, I guess. Sandoval and Ariana, they're still living together and everything. The thing is, I'm just guessing that they're still together because they were hanging out at the reunion. They went to dinner after the reunion together and now these pictures. But all of the cast is saying that like they can't say because it's one of those things that is going to come out at the reunion. So it hasn't it won't be like officially confirmed until the reunion airs. But they they are probably you're saying that Tom and Ariana were still were hanging out together. No, um, Raquel and Tom. 
Sandlot. Oh, but are Tom and so Tom and Ariana are broken up then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Good she for left her. him like right away. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. How could she, she not like? Well, also he also a lot of women do. He is also like leaving her for Raquel at the same time. Like I feel like I don't know. I feel like uh, I don't know. The whole thing's just so messy. How could you ever trust someone when they cheated on their ten-year relationship with you? She doesn't I, give I just, a fuck. What I don't understand. Like you would, it would destroy your relationship from the inside out, knowing that that person cheated on the person they were with to be with you. Well, Sandoval cheated on Kristen with Ariana. Yeah, that's a it was too. it was a different situation, like completely, but it still happened. Like, well, what was yeah. different about it? Uh, Kristen and him weren't together for as long. They had a mutually toxic relationship. They cheated on mm. each other constantly. Okay, so it was more of a back and forth thing. And then him and Ariana were together for ten years, and everyone thought that they were like so in love and whatever. So, yeah so crazy um <sighs> so yeah obviously vanderpump rules obsessed obviously real housewives of new jersey obsessed still um okay. have yellow jackets which i brought up in our pod gals group chat earlier um the first episode of the new season was so good i was like kind of like dreading watching it because it's been so long since the first season and then mm -hmm. as soon as it started and I saw the recap and it got into it. I just remembered how good it is, like the soundtrack, everything, the vibes of that show. So good. So definitely recommend so, Yellow Jackets. I told Brian the other day, so I had to resubscribe to Showtime because I don't really feel like there's anything on there that I ever really need to watch. So I had to resubscribe. And I told Ryan, oh, season two of Yellow Jackets is out. And he's like, I can't remember anything that happened in that show. I was like, I'm sure at the very beginning, they're going to give you like a three minute recap and it's just going to show you everything that happened last season. So I'm excited that they did that. I can't wait to watch it. I love that show. So excited. So good. And then have you ever heard of the show, The Righteous Gemstones? Yes, I love McBride. that show. Oh my God. Okay. So um, one of our listeners, my girl, Bethany, she's like, my book friend, her and I always recommend each other books. She's the best. Um, but she recommended the show to me. She's like, I'm not really into that kind of comedy, but I honestly think you'll love it. And I watched like the first three episodes, I think, this weekend. And um, oh, my God, so fucking funny. I love Danny McBride. He is like fucking hysterical. I love that. And man. Adam Devine. I love him too. Yeah, I love workaholics. He's, he's good. I love he all of that. He did this movie on Netflix called I want to say it's called The Night We Met. I could be wrong, but it's about right. him in like a time machine. Yes. Like the photo booth is the time machine. Oh my god, uh -huh. I love that movie. I haven't yeah. watched it, but I could. Like I just love him. I was listening to him on a podcast the other day. Oh, he was on Call Her Daddy. And it was funny because he was talking about how when he got the audition for Pitch Perfect, he was doing workaholics. They were just really getting workaholics going. And he thought Pitch Perfect was a baseball movie. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to the audition and all these guys are like singing and he's like, 
you're not going to get the like you're not going to get the baseball movie by singing you weirdos and then they told him like it's this is a this is not a baseball movie this is a movie about acapella singers and they told him that he needed to sing something he's like i don't have anything prepared so they were like well you have to sing something and he sang the theme song to full house (laughs) it was a really it was actually really good i i know i'm not a regular call her daddy listener but when she has someone on that i like did you like controversial did you watch the cole sprouse the cole sprouse with him smoking the cigarette no oh my god these video clips are everywhere cole friggin sprouse you know because uh amanda shout out to amanda she's such a sprouse head but he's like (laughs) smoking he's smoking a cigarette the whole time but the way that he's smoking looks like he's never smoked a cigarette before in his life. Like it doesn't look natural <laughs> to him at all. It's so funny. That is pretty funny. And um, God, what was I going to say too? Something else that was, gosh, dang it. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. I'm not super into call her daddy, but sometimes she has really good guests and that they're good, pretty good in- interviews. Um, Oh, I remember what I was going to tell you. Okay. So you know who this um, Josh Sater guy is? When we first met as the movie. Sorry, that was going to drive me crazy. Yep, that, um, yeah, that was close enough. I guess he was on The Bachelor years ago. Let me look it up. I-T-E-R. The Bachelorette. So he is a total fame whore. Like, huge fame whore. And I actually like it when people actually really embrace the fact that they're a fame whore and they're unashamed about it and I mean this guy he has been all over all the reality show stars instagrams hitting on them so I know you didn't watch this this season of nine or 900 day fiance (laughs) 90 day fiance um, but he was like supposedly dating one of the women from that show for a while. And then he's with this chick from Love After Lockup right now. And he's constantly commenting on all the reality show stars, Instagram pages and like flirting with them. Well, the newest one is Tammy Slayton. He left a comment on Tammy's one of Tammy's Instagram posts and was like gorgeous or something like that. So now How desperate do you have I to know. be? He's, oh I know. God. I know. <laughs> I don't want to kill He's myself. Ridiculous. And so now like all the stupid, uh, it, I, they're not tabloids anymore. I guess all the stupid accounts that follow this kind of stuff are like oh he's saying he's into tammy slayton and then he, he's giving a quote like let me be interested in who i'm interested in i like big girls blah 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 okay so i sent him a message right before we started and i was just like you're a marketing genius always keeping people talking and he liked my message to him so he know like he knows what he's doing he is he's I mean, good for you, Josh. Good for you. If you want to leave a comment on the Resting Bitch Face podcast Instagram and get us some like likes and and, and interest over here, feel free to do so. I, I'm I'll play along. Um, I don't know too much about the Bachelor people. I did watch the season with Colton Underwood, and I was obsessed. Uh-huh. Um, and but there is a guy who was on the Bachelor et as well his name's robbie something i I forget his last name but he is also a fame whore 
he dated okay. Juliet from Siesta Key and he was on a okay. season of Siesta Key. And then he also dated Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules and he was on Ooh. like one episode with her. They like went on a date together. And it's just like that guy's a fame whore too. So at first that's who I thought you were gonna say. I was like, Ugh. Well, I'm just happy when they embrace it. Like, don't try to pretend like you're not. We all see what you're doing. So obviously he couldn't respond to me or say anything in particular because I'd probably go talk about it on our podcast. But um, oh, going back to Righteous Gemstones, let me tell you why I like that show so much. It is 100% what mega churches are like in real life, okay? <laughs> Being somebody who grew up in a very Christian household and went to Christian school and Christian church and was a Christian up until five years ago. It makes me laugh because the the things that they say and the little the little uh, lines that they use and stuff like the saying, band uh, Christians <laughs> like to say, oh, you know, I love doing life with you. I love that we do life together and dumb shit like that. And the whole mega church of it all and on stage, the grandiosity of and the egos and all of that, it is a hundred percent. It's so right on. And that is why I fucking love that show. It is so funny. I do have to warn you, I didn't finish the second season. I watched like an episode or two and didn't think it was as good. So like savor this first season because it's TV gold. It's so good. I Enjoy love it. it. Did you ever watch Eastbound and Down with Danny? McCall? I have actually just so within like the funny. last year I watched some of it. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> do you know Janelle Evans is an extra in one of the episodes? Fun fact. No. Yeah, there's like footage of her. Like it's like at a bowling alley. Wow, that's Crazy. funny. So random. Um, the, the other thing I wanted to bring up to you is I watched this movie over the weekend. It came out in 2009 and I feel way differently about it now than I did back then. Jennifer's okay. Body. I love that movie. Literally when it we came watch it out, all the time when it came out, I did like I remember going to the movies to see it. I didn't like it. I had so many issues with it. What? And um, and yeah, I. I rewatched it maybe like, I don't know, four years ago or something when I was drunk, but then I rewatched it again this weekend and I was really into it. I love that movie. That's so funny that you didn't like it. Well, I guess when, when it came out, I don't think I saw it when it first came out, but it, it's funny and it's weird and it's supposed to be like, I love that movie. I just watched it again a couple of weeks ago. It's definitely a regular rewatch for me. It's very ahead of its time. Like, yeah, it was very ahead of its time. Yep. It's a good one. I love it. I don't, um, I'm not, I don't really like Amanda Seyfried though, just in general. But I love Megan Fox. I like her in Ted too when they compare her to Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Oh my God. I don't think, I don't think I watched that. That's so mean. She plays like, Ted and Mark Wahlberg's lawyer in Ted 2. Oh. And there's like this whole thing where they make fun of her eyes. And then there's like a scene where they're at Comic-Con and they like show Gollum and then they show her or something like that. Like, yeah. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> 
I think it'd be hard to be an actor in situations like that. Uh, I think the amount of money she probably got paid to do that stupid fucking movie is like that's true worth it, you know? Yeah, she doesn't. Give I a think. Fuck. Uh, I think Jennifer's body is like prime Megan Fox. Like she is so hot in that movie. I just love her. I want her to be my girlfriend. Megan, call me. I just mean, kidding. And she's into some really freaky shit. I the whole, the whole dating vanilla. MGK thing completely changed my view on her. Has there been anything else come out about their their breakup or anything since she was like, guys, you're making something out of nothing, even though I just posted about it on my Instagram? No. Have we heard anything else? I No, I don't actively follow them. I just see what I see with them. But I I don't know. Did you see the... Uh... The little Instagram post that I made the other day about Tusk. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it was like a picture of a bumper sticker. It originally said, I'd rather be watching the 1992 or whatever year uh, cinematic masterpiece. Oh, I can't remember. It was some movie that was like a, a classic movie that was like a horror or something. So of course, I had to cover over it and put in 2014 <laughs> cinematic masterpiece Tusk. <laughs> Speaking of Kevin Smith, I, the devil. I tried to watch Clerks 3 over the weekend, turned I it off, they made a third one. wasn't into it after like 15 minutes, turned it on again. I was like, maybe I just need to give it another chance, turned it on again turned it off again it was fucking horrible i've never turned off a kevin smith movie in my life not even tusk and i turned <laughs> off that one however not even tusk. there was a moment where they played the degrassi the next generation theme song in it oh and i God. heard the like the like at the very beginning and i was like am i just high and I'm, I'm hearing that and then all here's <laughs> whatever it takes and i freaked out oh my gosh and also this That's is a good so segue funny. to say um, on Monday, I was on Everybody Wants Something with uh, Lauren and Sunny, yes. the Grassy podcast, and we did the episode where Spinner gets cancer. It was so much fucking fun. So everyone go subscribe to them and listen to that episode. I... I'm glad you said that because I'm not subscribed to them since I've never watched any Degrassi. So I know. You said I need to start on Next Gen, right? next gen is like my favorite Degrassi like I I do like the original Degrassi but like I fuck hard with next generation that's like with Drake and Nina Dobrev and Sinead Grimes like all-star cast okay so I'm gonna start watching that because I want to listen and to that that podcast and I was listening to Shore Store earlier today and heard you say that and I was like oh I gotta do that um did you ever watch One Tree Hill? When yes. It was on? Yes. I what was do you, obsessed. Do you love it? I was obsessed. I haven't. Me too. I haven't tried to watch it like as an adult, like I have with Degrassi. So I don't mm-hmm. know if I'll like it now, but Chad Michael Murray's my boy. He's from Buffalo. He's a huge Bills so fan. He goes to a lot of Bills games. And have um, you seen him there? I've personally never like seen him. I, but I've seen pictures of him like tailgating right. there, but I've never like seen him in person there. No, not yet. Aww. Um, And also 
there's an episode where Angels and Airwaves does a performance on One Tree Hill, and I remember that very vividly. I love One Tree Hill. I still pick it up every once in a while, uh, trying to get Alex into it. Um, also, I was going to say, oh, I started watching Freaks and Geeks again. Mm-hmm. I never finished that whole series. I think I've only seen a little bit of it, but I didn't really watch it when it was on. I wish I could watch so, that again for the first time. Yeah. It's not I mean, streaming it's, on anything here right now. Ugh. I can't remember what I watched it on here, but I turned it on and like Ryan and I were like, oh my God, that's so-and-so. That's so-and-so. That's so-and-so. It's like every freaking person is yes. a big, huge star now. Mm-hmm. Isn't Busy Phillips in that show? Yes. She I plays hate her. like yeah, she's like the worst character. She plays um James Franco's girlfriend. Yeah, she's a bitch. But in real life, I feel like she's a huge fucking bitch in real life. Do you like her like as a person? I don't have an opinion on her either way. I know a lot of people really don't like her, but I don't I don't I don't care about her either way. She had this like late night TV show around the time when Lady I Gang remem- had their I show. I remember, yeah. And it was so fucking bad and people were just raving about her and I'm like I don't I don't get it. I don't like her. I've never liked her. She just seems like a really obnoxious person in real life. And if someone seems like an asshole in real life or an annoying person in real life, I just don't like them on screen anymore. Didn't she like say that James Franco was like awful to her on the set of that show like he yeah. yelled at her she and said, stuff she said some controversial stuff and then suddenly her show got canceled so I don't know if it had anything to do with it but maybe maybe the ratings were just low it was a, a late night show and it was awful like she wore her pajamas on it stupid oh by the way Seth Rogen might be my <laughs> new favorite child free celebrity because there's like a really funny clip of him on the Kelly Clarkson I love show. It. And yes. she's like, Oh, you never wanted kids. Like, why? And he's like, It doesn't doesn't just doesn't seem like that fun. <laughs> she, she's he's like, so oh, right. I could, see, I, I could see how you would see that way. He's like, Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I I don't miss it. My wife and I, we don't care. We just don't think it seems like fun. We like our life the way it is, whatever. Yeah. He's like, all of my friends who have kids, it just sounds like it's a lot of misery mixed in with a little bit of happiness here and there. And he's like, and you know, my life is the opposite. We feel like really happy and we are always going places and saying, oh, can you imagine if we had kids, we couldn't do this right now. Yeah, I love have, it. Have you listened to his it. audio book, yearbook? It's no, but I was listening so to- fucking good. Is it? Because I was it's listening to so Celebrity good. Memoir Book Club. They were talking about his book and they just kept saying how awful it was. Oh my God. Well, I listened to the audiobook, which he narrates himself. So it's just okay. like him telling you stories about his life. Like he talks about the first time he um, did comedy in Vancouver, where he's from. And he was talking about like the first time he bought pot. And then I don't know, there's like a lot of really funny, like Canadian jokes. Like he's like, yes, we have money called loonies and toonies, which doesn't do Canada any favors when it comes to the whole like making fun of them thing. Um <laughs> But yeah, he's he's fucking hilarious and he he just gives like the most pothead answers. Like someone asked him like why do you smoke pot every all day every day and he's like, "Well, like I could not smoke pot, but I just choose to smoke." Like he's just so funny. I love him. All right, so I might have to listen to that. And 
It's hard for me. I'm always on the hunt for more podcasts and less less true crime. Like I'm really trying to step away from the crime stuff because I feel like it can just be so dark and depressing. And I'm trying to find good podcasts to listen to. I do. There's a lot of podcasts out there that I love the concept of like Mother May I Sleep With podcast where she talks about, you know, uh, Lifetime movies or Law and Order SVU and stuff like that. But I can't stand her fucking voice. I cannot stand her voice. <laughs> Careful, Are we gonna, Julie. Is this going to be like the, the Bay Hive? Uh, probably. <laughs> her voice is Sarah. She sounds like a moron when she talks. I Sorry. I like her, I like her voice and I used really? to I used to listen to her podcast please advise and I really liked it. She oh, had you told me, she yeah. had Cassie Steele on it and it was awesome. Well, and it's the same thing with like call her daddy and Sophia with an F and all of these girls and their vocal fry and everything it's they not, say it's sounds not like their a voice. question. It's not the voices that kill me all the time with these podcasts. It's the my biggest pet peeve the podcast i hate the most is the full send podcast i hate those motherfuckers they get the most they get every fucking celebrity they had donald trump on there they had oj simpson they get like the most random obscure people and they interrupt every single person that they have like they mm-hmm. had Polly d on there and he Polly d was like into it like willing to like spill tea and he was talking and then they were they were just interrupting him like so you bang snooki <laughs> and it's like oh my god like he'll actually reveal some shit on your podcast if you just let him speak just shut up yeah. and jeff lewis did that to lala the other day like she was trying to talk about red flags that she'd seen with raquel and tom before and he cut her off he was like so did you see the sex tape like let these people mm-hmm. spill the tea so I, I'm pretty sure I've seen Full Send on TikTok. I've never listened to their podcast before, but I can get the gist of it. Um, you know, one that I actually really like recently is Steve-O's podcast. I really like that podcast. I actually watched clips when Tom DeLong was on there. And... Oh, he's the crazy alien one, huh? <laughs> yeah, you do know you're just the dude from Blink-182, right? <laughs> you said that was that was on Rogan, right? Who's like Yeah, they know Joe that, right? Joe Rogan <laughs> was looking at him like he was fucking insane. And then and then a couple months later, Joe Rogan had Travis Barker on, so he was asking Travis Barker like about Tom cuz obviously they were on oh, the road together for so many years. And Travis was like, no, he's dead fucking serious. Like, he is not kidding. Like, he used to, like, want to get high and go look for aliens all the time. And, like, we would do that on tour. And Travis is like, I don't believe in it. But I would just follow him because he was so crazy over it. And then Joe Rogan was like, yeah, he was pulling up videos. And it was clearly a fucking fake video. Like, you could see the string dangling. (laughs) And Tom was like, no, this shit's real. Like, he believed everything was real. And um, yeah, it's just so fucking funny. I love that. I, You know, that's another podcast that I need to listen to more often. I love Joe Rogan, too. I think he's funny. Um, A lot of people fucking hate him and they think he's like, you know, problematic and stuff like that. But, um, 
you know, I don't agree with everything he says, but I do agree with most of what he says. So, well, I mean, just that's just people in general. You're never going to agree with everything someone says, and that's okay. Like, move on. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? Go listen to another free podcast. Um, but also, so- Sophia with an F. Sorry to get back to like uh, podcasters we don't like. But she had Amber <laughs> Rose on her podcast and she had the audacity to ask Amber Rose who she liked better, Kanye or Wiz. And Amber looked like she wanted to punch her in the face. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I have a baby with Wiz. I was married to Wiz. Like, Kanye <laughs> treated me like shit. I openly say that. Like, what are you talking about? And Sophia's like laughing and it's like, how do you not do your research about these people and just like have them on? Like, I would fucking kill to be able to talk to Amber Rose for an hour, you know? I don't yeah. Know. Well, along the same lines, another... Uh... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Person who's suddenly turned her life around i guess black china is now in her i wanted what is her to talk about name? this angela What's white her, she's in her angela white phase and she has been baptized and she's christian now and she got rid of her only fans which i guess was like super super profitable i don't know that's crazy to me she crazy. got rid of her bbl you think she's full of shit no, I don't. She got rid of her okay. BBL. She got her all of her face fillers um, dissolved. And I think she looks great. I think she looks sober. Oh, she looks beautiful. I listened to her on Forbes did an interview with her and I watched oh. the first it was like an hour long interview. I watched the first like 15 minutes of it. But she seemed sober for the first time in a very long time. Not too long ago, Black China was at an airport in Miami screaming at the top of her lungs, like yelling the worst things. And people were just recording her and she was just sitting there screaming. And like you could tell she just fucking did a line of coke or something like she was out of her mind. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she seems sober. I honestly just feel that's what I honestly think it is. I honestly think she stopped doing drugs and is like, holy shit, what am I doing with my life? Like look look at how fucking crazy she was and all the crazy shit she was involved in like it's yeah it's insane and um I mean at least I hope it's real because um, I'm rooting for her yeah the photos that they showed of her she looked beautiful like never seen her look so good um you know if you have to find god to get your shit together okay cool whatever you need but um, yeah, she just said like, I need to be a good example for my kids. And I'm like, more power to you. Good, good for you, girl. She looks great. Or maybe it's because uh, Tyga is with Avril Lavigne now and Avril Lavigne's got like dad uh, number one hit for like two years straight residual money and is like, we can fight for full custody. What song? <laughs> Avril Lavigne. What song did she have that was number oh, one? Oh, I don't know. I was just being dramatic. 
oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but she's had a lot of number one heads like avril lavigne's got money well she saying. writes a lot for other people too right mm -hmm. that's how most musicians make the most money is by writing you will my make more favorite money britney spears song will. was written by lady gaga what song is that? I I know that she wrote one for her. What what song was that? Quicksand is on the Circus album, but it was only on the Circus album Deluxe Edition. It's not on Spotify. It drives me crazy. Huh. I don't I can't recall that song at all. I'll have to look it up. But I love Lady Gaga. I'm not gonna sing it. I was I was tempted oh, to come right on. There, but no 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 no. <laughs> I'm so bummed that you're not singing it for me. Um, oh, I also wanted to talk about, as we're talking about podcasts and recommendations, um, did you listen to the TRP episode that they just released today? I listened to the first <laughs> like 20 minutes or something. Oh, I have been asking Jody and Amanda for probably like six months to recap this episode of Return to Amish. It's season six, episode six. It's called the most awkward ki first kiss ever. It is so fucking good. I want you to watch the episode. Maybe watch it before you listen to the rest of the show. But it's so funny because we, we're we looking at the... I looked at the group chat earlier and it was like, Julie, like, what the fuck are you making us watch? Because they were doing the recap podcast for it. And I was laughing so hard at my cubicle, trying to be quiet. And... At the beginning of the episode, they're like, I just want to say, like, fuck you, Julie, for <laughs> recommending this fucking show. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. So highly re recommend that, you guys. Return to Amish is a fantastic show. Breaking Amish, fantastic show. Highly underrated. But there's a lot of seasons. It's been on for like 10 years. So if you're looking for something else to get into other than VPR, I recommend... Breaking Amish, Return to Amish. So good. Steve, when TLC, like all the, that big TLC era, I was never into the Amish. I was more into like the little people, like little people, big world was my shit. I was And opposite. I was like, I was like, I'm going to do a rewatch of little people, big world. I looked at Discovery Plus. There's like 40 seasons. I'm like, yeah, yeah. never mind. Let, yeah. Let's just uh, keep the memories in there. I think I might have watched like the first season or maybe the first two or three seasons of Little People Big World, but I never really liked it. I was the opposite. I'm into the Amish, not into the Little People. So, See, uh, I had such a crush Amish on Jeremy Roloff. Like, in high school, I was obsessed with him, and now he's, yeah, like, he's, he's such a freak now. Oh, Yes. He and along. his wife, who have been together for five years, and they know everything about marriage and raising children and long-term relationships. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> they're obnoxious. They're definitely super obnoxious. So yeah. I don't think they're on the show anymore, are they? I have no idea. I put it on one time it was just like on TLC and mm -hmm. there it was the stuff with like Zach and his wife and and I think they're mainly the ones that are on the show. I don't well, think the daughter's on and I don't think the other brother's on either. I forgot about them. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Zach has two kids and they're both little people as well. So I feel like that's probably why it's more interesting to focus on him. Yeah, for sure. 
yep, crazy. little people. I swear, like, TLC is all super big religious families, 600-pound people, little people. <laughs> Always learning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always forget that it was the learning channel. My, how far we have come from those a baby story episodes. Oh my God. I loved a baby story. <laughs> I loved that fucking show. It was the original 16 and pregnant. Did it have a lot of younger people I don't, in it? I don't think it had like teen parents, but okay. just like the format of the show was very similar. Okay. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And I also liked, I didn't know I was pregnant that show was I never best. could watch that because I just was like I don't understand how you could not know that you're pregnant like it just seems like such bullshit to me I listened to a podcast and one of the guys on the podcast explained that his sister had that situation happen to her so he has a nephew who like just came into the world and nobody knew about him like that's so weird can you, Can you imagine, imagine being... just like shitting out a baby on the toilet one day? Like, <laughs> I was just going to say, I can't imagine like, what if you were let, if this was like an Amy Slayton situation and you, but it was like opposite where you thought that you were just having really bad heartburn or the pizza was hurting your stomach or the Chinese food was bothering you. And then you get to the hospital and they're like, you're crowning. Crazy. That's Crazy. fucked up. That's fucked up. But uh, Amy does it the opposite. Amy is pregnant and she eats pizza and she thinks she's having a baby, but it's like, bitch, you just got heartburn. Yeah. Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, fine. Okay. I've never had heartburn that bad that I felt like I need to go to the hospital. I've honestly only but ever did had she eat an like entire pizza? Was it Probably. like a, a Stephen Asante situation? Like, what happened here? Oh, disgusting. Justine, what's uh, Stephen Asante's? pizza order <laughs> extra large pepperoni pizza and a two liter bottle of coke <laughs> <laughs> i need that to be like my text tone or something <laughs> you text me <laughs> oh, my oh man god. have you seen his recent uh cameos oh my god god have I've, you seen I've, them yes i've been tempted to get a cameo from him before He's got like one tooth that's barely hanging on. A couple pieces of hair sticking straight up. It's, it's literally really all of the Florabama people have been like, we are not available right now for like the past two years. And it's like, you guys aren't coming back to TV. Like your show is done. Don't you guys want to like make some money and do this? Maybe they're not contractually allowed to. Because you like, think they'd be like right back on there. I'd be on there the whole time. I feel like that's over. Like the, they've announced that the show's been canceled for like for a long time. And they just have that footage of Nilsa's wedding, by the way. Like they filmed her wedding because they they thought Wasn't that, that they like were going to give them. that two years ago or something? Yeah, it was during COVID. Like, wow. It was like 2021. I think she got married. And it's oh, like, because wow. they thought that they were going to have another season and then they just, it's like, why wouldn't they just release that as like a two-part special or something? I don't know. Yeah, they already filmed it and paid people to be in it and everything. So what did they do with the footage? Where did you see it? 
Nilsa said like she was answering questions on her Instagram and she said that they filmed the wedding and they told her it was going to be a part of the next season and then they just never and then they just canceled the show so it just never aired wow I wonder if she got to keep that footage probably not they probably didn't want her to release it or show anybody or anything that kind of sucks because you probably would not hire a videographer thinking that you're already gonna get well I don't know maybe if you're smart you hire a videographer but what if she didn't no what if she's like MTV cameras are gonna be there they probably did because like MTV probably paid for most of it so I'm just wondering if there's like other footage of them but whatever rest in peace Alabama that one that Jersey Shore 2.0 series did we ever figure out why that didn't go nope they were filming it in Atlantic City and then all of a sudden the they they were seen taking the cameras down and then I just haven't heard anything about it since and that wasn't during covid was it that was just I'm like wondering summer, if something really fucked up happened during the filming of it and they just don't want it out because their brand now is so different than what it used to be. Like it's it's very yeah. like tame, scripted, fake reality now compared to like, you know, what it was. So I don't know. I'm wondering if something fucked up happened. Yeah, it's kind of um, shocking when you go back and watch the beginning of Jersey Shore and you're like, God, this would never happen now. You could never say that now. You could never do that now. I know it's crazy it's a different time it's crazy how like when you look at Mike now and when they show like old clips of him and he was so fucked up on drugs bashing his head into a wall it's like how are you the same person it's so weird well and he posted this picture on Instagram the other day of Jenny's daughter holding his son and he was like mini Wow holding mini Mike. Holy shit, those kids look exactly like their parents. Holy shit, those kids look just like their parents. But like yeah. Jenny's like second face, not her like 10th face. Yeah, yeah. Milani has Wow's <laughs> original face. <laughs> the OG face. Wow yeah. is starting to get Ramona Singer eyes. I was looking at the preview for the episode that's airing tonight and her eyes just bulge out of her freaking face like Ramona's do. And I'm like, is that because you have like too much of a facelift and you're like trying to be expressive through your eyes because you can't any other like, I don't know. It could be that. It could be also like a lot of weight loss. Maybe she's lost some weight. I don't know. No, No, she she definitely got a mini facelift last season. I for was sure. wondering if she was going to go a little bit more natural and tame a little bit as she got older, but I guess not. The sad thing is, and we've talked about this a hundred times, is you look, if you don't get things done just right and you overdo it, you're aging yourself more. Because I think she's only like, what, 40, 41? Wow. Yeah. She's like 38, I think. She just had a birthday. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, she looks older to me. And it's just because it's like a lot of work. I know. Um, Doesn't Bill Burr like have a joke about that? Like, would you rather be 52 and look 52 or would you rather be 52 and look like a 45-year-old lizard? (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't well, know. And if that's, that's what the I keep saying. Joke. I might have also it. is that okay. Like, JWoww's I... thirty-seven. What? Yes. That's only two years older than me. And I would say she looks ten years older than me. Okay, I want you to Google someone right now. I think she looks. Oh my God, you're right. Look at her face. Yeah, I know. I unfortunately it's, I still watch Family Vacation. I recap it on the Shore Store. Um, is it any good? No, it's horrible. However, Angelina <laughs> is on a different level than them, and I think she needs to go to Real Housewives of New Jersey, or they need to like give her her own show because Angelina is a star, and she's making up for lost time. She's like she's doing all the stuff they did ten years ago because she wasn't there. Yeah, I guess so. I I just think it's just who she is. Um, I need you to look someone up right now, and then this is gonna okay. like continue into my bitch fit. If you're ready to get into yes, that a little I'm bit, totally ready. Okay, so speaking of plastic surgery and bad plastic surgery, look up Mama Elsa, Real Housewives of Miami, or just R H O M. She didn't die, did she? Because I just saw when I typed it up, it said yeah, Mama yeah. Elsa she's died. she's not a, she's not alive anymore. Oh, okay. So she did die. Okay. Are we so we're going to talk bad about a dead woman? Uh, no, I just want you to look at her. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish this was a video podcast so you and guys could see my face. If I'm anyone speechless. doesn't watch Real Housewives of Miami, um, I've been watching Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. I never watched Real Housewives of Miami, but I've started. I started the first season actually. And this girl, Marisol, her mom, um, and they showed pictures of her mom like before she had any work done. And her mom was absolutely mm -hmm. stunning, incredible. Yeah. And basically what happened was her mom wanted a facelift, but she had a bad heart. So she couldn't like go under. So she just overdid it with the fillers. Oh and that is just a product of like, I don't know, the watch what crappens guys like said it best. Like it's a product of you like end up losing your beauty because you chase more beauty like even though you mm. already have it you know what I mean and it's yeah that's it's true. sad that's what so many people end up doing but I I don't know enough about her to say anything like good or bad about her but like mm -hmm. she has botched work on her face so it's Rest very peace. sad I'm sure she was a nice woman <laughs> it's yeah I wow I feel speechless in looking at those photos wow 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 um you're right like and they're right the watch what crappens guys are are right like when you're chasing after it so hard you just like go way too far it's it's like I've noticed that I've now have like three wrinkles here instead of two or instead of one and you know you, all of a sudden you age really quickly and it can be incredibly difficult I just turned 35 on the 22nd of March and um I had a really hard week leading up to that. It's weird. I never thought I would be that person that was so freaked out by getting older. But I, I do feel like at some point you hit this place where all of a sudden it starts going downhill really quickly and you're trying to like grasp at your youth. It's a really strange feeling. And I can only imagine what that would feel like when you're 40 and you're 50 and you're 60 and you're 70 and you're 80. Ugh. I just really hope that I can be okay one day, just like being a cute old grandma. I'm really hoping that's what's going to happen. The way I look at it is that 
everyone ages and if you don't age what's the alternative you know what I mean like we're all gonna age so what's there's no some people say it's a privilege and if we think about it like that it's kind of gives you a different perspective yeah there's no way to go back in time you just have to remember that you're the youngest that you're ever gonna be right now you know what I mean but yeah I mean I'm all for getting Botox so uh I'm not was your bitch fit overdoing plastic surgery no so my bitch fit is okay so real housewives ultimate girls trip it came out last thursday it's a peacock original they they released the first three episodes however in canada because it's not a bravo show it's a peacock show we have to wait for it to air in canada so it didn't get added on to my app until like first thing in the morning on Wednesday. So my bitch fit is stupid streaming rights. I hate it. I was so annoyed (laughs) because I had to like hold back from listening to podcasts and from, you know, I just wanted to like look at clips and all that stuff. And then also they didn't even give us the first three episodes. They only gave us the first two. So I'm Mm -hmm. super annoyed by that. So fuck streaming rights and all that bullshit I wish that just like (laughs) everywhere was the same and we didn't have to deal with all of this (laughs) I know because even Amanda was saying something about this earlier I don't remember what show you guys were talking about but she was like oh I want to watch that oh yellow jackets because yellow jackets she can't get crave because she has an American tv or something like that and so she's kind of like in the middle of U.S. streaming and Canada streaming yeah but this is what I wanted to say to you she's in the U.S. and then her internet thinks she's in Canada right yeah um so here actually how you said like Showtime like you had to get Showtime again or whatever Mm -hmm. Showtime and HBO are both on the same app here so that's like actually one thing that's good about it yeah does it cost a lot to get them both together um it's an app called crave they have like all the mtv stuff like so many movies are on there everything um that's awesome but i think i think it's pretty expensive a month but i actually get it with my cable nice yeah because i have to get hbl and then i have to get uh showtime and then i have paramount for when i'm on your show but paramount has a good deal where you can get paramount and showtime but paramount premium for 12 dollars a month and you get both. That's not bad at all. But yeah, I think I pay like $15 for HBO and $20 for Netflix. And like, at the end of the day, I could just have like a full cable <laughs> package with every channel ever imagined. But what's your bitch fit? My bitch fit is working full time. <laughs> that's a good one how I hate it I hate working full-time and I am not a career person and sometimes you can feel really shitty about not having that desire for a career path um I'm cool with like just going in and working and making my money and going home like I don't need to climb the corporate ladder I don't need to be in management or anything like that um but it sucks when you have to work an in-person position because you're doing, you know, 30 minutes into work, 30 minutes home, you're at the office for nine hours, you're gone 10 hours a day. How do we have time to do anything in life? 
If you figure you're gone 10 hours a day, ideally you're sleeping eight hours a night, which never happens. Then what? You get six hours at home? That's fucking bullshit. That's bullshit. That sucks. Yeah, it does. I don't know what to say because I don't <laughs> work full time. I know. But my so Justine had the brilliant idea earlier today to say that I've actually never of- had a full time job now that I think about it. I've you never had a full time job. Yeah, lucky bitch. But Justine had this great idea earlier today to pair our bitch fit with cool shit. So something positive after we bitch about things. So my bitch fit being working full time, the cool shit part of it is that paycheck. That paycheck, baby. Um, I have not worked full time in the past like two and a half, three years. And money has definitely been difficult to come by in working part time. So there is this awesome little safe feeling when you are getting a paycheck and you know when you're getting it and you know how much money it's going to be. And it's not like when you're waiting tables, is it going to be busy? Are the tips going to be good? It's like, I know exactly what I'm going to get. And that's a nice feeling. And that may be cool for me for for now. I may change my mind later on. But for me, that's my cool shit for this week. What about you? I have two. So tell me. My first one is Wiz Khalifa. Nobody talks shit about him. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Um, (laughs) Specifically the song The Race. I've literally listened to that song like 50 times in a row today. And I just love him. No, no, no. It's old. It's off his first album, which actually turned 12 years old yesterday or something like that, which is crazy. Yeah. So um, I just love him. His music makes me feel how I want to feel all the time. And Mm -hmm. I love him so fucking much. And then my other one is the fact that baseball's back. Today was the Blue Jays first game, first official game of the season um you know baseball is so fucking boring like I'm I'm like I miss my bills like come back on but this holds me over and the reason I get so excited about baseball starting um is just because it's like the start of spring like once baseball starts I'm like okay summer's on its way like it's almost here you know what I mean so it's a good feeling oh I can't wait for summer I keep saying like Oh my God, I can't wait to start complaining about how hot it is instead of how cold it is. (laughs) Cause you know, like you enjoy like the first month of summer and then you're like, God, it's so hot. So no matter what, I'm going to be complaining about the weather. Oh, I never complain when it's hot. Like I will deal with a scorching hot, like any day. I cannot stand the cold. Yeah. And you know, like the weather in Colorado is so iffy. I think it's going to be like in the sixties for the next couple of days, but today it was super windy yesterday. It was snowing. It's like ridiculous. I'm sure it's the same in Canada. I feel like it's the same everywhere. Everybody goes, Oh, that's what it's like living in Colorado. That's what it's like living in whatever state you live in. Yeah, exactly. It's all the fucking same. We live on the same planet. Hello. Exactly. Unless you live in like Florida or like California or somewhere like that but then they get like earthquakes and like hurricanes and shit like that so yeah it's all for that shit yeah it's all like whatever you're willing to deal with it's so funny because when I was in Florida when Hurricane Ian hit and we evacuated 
I was like, oh my God, I wonder what Brianna is going to be talking, like how she's going to be talking about this on Teen Mom because I knew that they were filming. And then when the uh-huh. season aired, it was just like, well, I couldn't go to Cheyenne's because the airport was closed. So that's it. And I'm like, that's it. Like nothing about how you you were during the storm. Like it's just nothing to people from Florida, I guess. Oh, yeah, they're probably used to it. Yeah. We used to get a lot of tornado warnings when I lived in Tennessee. And like the sirens would be going off. And the first time That's or two, fucked. You, the first couple times it re- really was scary. And then after that, it was just like, oh, the tornado sirens are going off. And then we're just sitting in the living room playing video games. <laughs> we never really got a tornado. I don't know. I feel like those sirens were super sensitive. But I would be losing yeah, my should. shit. I hate storms. I I don't know. Like it it's just like a stupid fear I have. Like I just don't like any storms. I don't know. I promise you that your fear of storms is not stupider than my fear of dinosaurs. So you can rest assured. Yeah, that's that true. I am more stupider. <laughs> well, do you have anything else? We covered um, a lot of stuff. I know. Just 90 Day Fiance really quick. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's talk about 90 Day Fiance. Um, Jen and Rishi. The only thing I have to say about this is that she went back to Oklahoma where she's from because she mm-hmm. didn't understand how the visa didn't worked. Or visa? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I saw a meme on Reddit and it was like, 90 day fiance writers coming up with creative ways to send people home because they knew they weren't staying in the country anyways or something. Um, I thought it was funny that the attorney was like, it says right here, it's a single entry for X amount of days. And uh, somebody made a meme that said like TLDR. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just thought it was funny when she was like telling her mom or whatever the story of how he proposed to her. And she's like, yeah, he like got down on his knee and her mom's like, oh, I didn't know that they did that over there. <laughs> it's what like, do what th- do you, do you think? think? She's like, stupid? Do you think he actually loves her or do you think this is just bullshit? I don't know. He kind of seems like thirsty. Oh, yeah, he's absolutely thirsty. He's got a fucking hot body, though. Like, I would want to show it off, too, if I were him. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, and they showed in the preview, it's like her friend, her weirdo friend that was like, he said hi to me. How do I know you? Oh, my God. He's a monster. And then she's like, oh, he sent me a picture without his shirt on. I'm like, "Mm. Eh. I don't know. A lot of the time when they're going the other way, it's like, what's in it for that person? You know, they're not coming to the U.S. Other than being on TV, but they don't pay people. uh, They don't pay them. So they're just getting the exposure from being on TV because they they can't pay the person in the other country. Which is like the exposure is still incredible because this is probably like one of the most watched reality shows ever. Yeah. So that's got to be it or true love. I think Jen and Rishi seem like they care about each other. But I think that if she had to go back to the U.S. and couldn't come back for like a year or something, I think it definitely would fizzle for sure. That's why she's stressed about it. Yeah, I agree. 
um Debbie and Osama I love her oh my god when she saw that camel that is that is like me that is how excited I get about when I see a dog or something <laughs> oh my god can I pet your dog so all excited. I could think of like a child was um Real Housewives of New York when they went to Morocco and Luann like almost got bucked off the camel have you seen this clip no it's like an iconic clip I'll send it to you but yeah they're just they're on a camel ride and then the camel Luann's on just all of a sudden starts jumping up and down and oh like going God. to buck her off yeah it's, it's that's scary. terrifying they're really tall yeah oh my god so anytime I think of camels and 90 day fiance I just picture Nicole and Azen Nicole and Azen yeah. walking up the mm. sand and you're so lazy, lazy babe so lazy <laughs> I love it but that was um, super cute and I there's no way in hell that he's into her he's trying to get rid of her already trying to send her back to the U.S. like he wants to be on TV and he wants a way out I'm sure yeah I can see that she's she's a lot and you know I've gotten a lot of bad reviews about my voice but when Debbie talks she sounds like a bad actor like trying to osama. get through their scene me yeah. and osama went to ride camel like i don't know i think she actually is super into him though yeah she is yep um gabe and isabel this they they I need to get this over say. with they've been dragging this out for like five episodes like just fucking tell them already and it's then because they don't have the, any drama. Yeah, and then even at the end of this episode, it's like, are you kidding me? Now I have to wait another week to see their reaction? Like, I don't know. I just feel like the longer they drag something out, usually that means nothing's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and I just think that they're, you know, overall a pretty healthy relationship. They don't have a lot of drama going on. The only things that they had that were dramatic was this played out thing about will her parents accept me and then her not liking his friend that's that's it everything else they have a super healthy relationship they actually truly love each other they're gonna make it so they really had to drag this out just to have the footage for the whole season but yeah that yeah it's I don't know I just feel like her parents are gonna maybe ask a couple questions like oh how does this work maybe or maybe not just like okay so I don't know I just feel like nothing's gonna happen with them. well they show in the preview that the father's like tell me everything so <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be a repeat of the episode a couple weeks ago where he literally tells us everything but yeah that was wild I can imagine if you didn't know it would be shocking for Gabe to tell you that he was born a woman I would never, I would never guess that of him. Ever. What do you yeah. think? Well, if, if I were the parents and my kids' significant other told me that they were trans or just in I general. I just mean Gabe in general. Oh, him? Um, I wouldn't have guessed it. No. No. No, so I wouldn't have guessed it either. pretty shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Danielle and Johan. She is such a fucking bitch. She's I'm a sorry. bitch. Like, just let him drive. It's his country. 
And she didn't even tell him, hi, I'm bringing 17 suitcases, bring a car big enough for them. She's like, I just assume that he would know that I would have more stuff. It's like, babe, like you probably own a lot more stuff than he does. Like owning that much clothes isn't normal to him, probably. You know what I mean? He lives in a house with 16 other people. Exactly. They don't have shit in that house. How would they, where would they put it? No, she's just an awful, miserable, miserable bitch. And I hope he leaves her. She can take her ass right back to uh, bankruptcy town in New York and try to figure out her life. Yeah, I mean, she's an idiot. From what we've heard, she's exactly in real life as she is on TV. What a fucking gem. I can see that. Mm -hmm. They're, they're... I don't know how to say this. Their body size differences make me uncomfortable. Uh huh. When he picks her up and she wraps her legs around him, it makes me very uncomfortable. It's weird. Yeah. Well, she said when they were on uh, Love and Paradise that he has like a baby arm dick, which I think I told you already. But she said it's like a baby arm. That's disgusting. First of all, who compares a penis to a baby arm? That's like or a toddler's fuck. arm or something. That's like yeah, I don't fucked. know. I would... That's a fucked up comparison. It is a fucked up um, comparison. And also, like, why do we need to know that? I I think it was probably the producers asking about the size difference between the two of them, and like, but also, but doesn't he like have an OnlyFans? I heard it's probably very confirmed that he has. A very large penis. Good, good for, for you, him. Johan. Yeah, good for him. It's got a nice bod too. You're gonna, you're gonna have to use it to get somebody else after this fucking bitch. Because I seriously think he's gonna break up with her because he's probably only putting up with her ass because he thought he was going to America. She still hasn't told him. Didn't did she didn't tell him that they were never going to America? Did she yet? Um, she told him she wanted to stay in DR. She told him she wanted to stay, but she did not tell him that she did not apply for his visa or that she canceled it. She just made it seem like she wanted to stay in the Dominican or that they could stay longer, but she didn't tell him like, I canceled your fiance, your marriage visa, or we're not, we're absolutely not doing that. I think he's going to lose it. I mean, it probably. Bye bye. Um, Jamie and Chris. Chris proposed this episode, and we find out that Jamie's mom doesn't know that she's lesbianist. Hmm. One of they used to write on TikTok recently, lead dollar bean. <laughs> she's a lead dollar bean. Oh God. Um. I liked, I did like the fact that, that Chris wasn't pushing her to tell her parents, just like understanding, like, sometimes it's not the best thing to do. And sometimes people don't support you and it's easier just to not involve all of that in your life, all of the negativity. Um, but yeah, I think Chris is a crazy person. She's a fucking nut job and I don't understand what jamie sees in her i don't i don't get it i don't understand 
I don't get it either, but sometimes... uh, You think she's scamming? Jamie? Yeah. I'm not getting that vibe, but like, you never know. But they still haven't brought up the fact that Jamie was lying about having COVID and not being able to work. And Chris was sending her money. They said that at the very beginning of the show. And then they like never mentioned it again. Remember? Okay. Yeah. Because like she... For like two months or something, she said that she had COVID and she couldn't work. But then she then Chris found out she was working and Chris and Chris was sending her money. I just thought of Ben and Mahogany. (laughs) They're still together. Last I saw they're together. They're legitimately. Yes, they're together. I thought she was like afraid of him. I remember that playing another fucking psycho. So fucking funny. That but guy's it's crazy not a, pants too. But Jamie does seem to be into her though, like for whatever reason, you know. Why? Like, I don't know. She's not attractive. She's not funny. She doesn't have a great personality. All she's doing is laying in bed and asking for meds and whining about her neck and talking about her rare, expensive motorcycle. <laughs> Maybe she eats the cookie good. Who knows? Oh. They did say, like, after the first night together, I just can't imagine. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having sex with Chris? No, she's not my type. <laughs> Me neither. Um, Nicole, who's your type on this show or just in general? Yes. Okay, if you had to pick your type, uh, pick a male and a female. From this cast. Yes. Male, I would choose Johan probably. Um, that. That's like another <laughs> reason why I'm happy baseball's back because Dominican guys are really hot. Holy um, shit, baseball players are hot. Uh, some of them are, <laughs> not all yeah. of them. Um, and then probably for girls, I would choose either Isabel or um, Jamie. Probably Isabel. Oh, I would pick Isabel. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would probably. But Jamie's pick really about the has same. a really pretty face, but I like Isabel's bod. Isabel has a really pretty face, too. Yeah, she does have a pretty face. I would definitely pick Isabel for the girl. Uh, maybe Rishi with a haircut. Yeah, if Rishi cut his hair, I'd probably choose yeah, him. Yeah, I'm too. not into that long hair. Yeah, I don't no. like man buns. Not my thing. And I wouldn't want Johan to, like, rip my insides out of me. No, thank you. It'd be fun to look at, at least. I I mean, (laughs) sure. Do you want to get to uh, Nicole and Mahmoud? Tell me I did not call this. I said (laughs) that I thought he would be her if the cameras weren't there. Oh, my God. The way he grabbed her arm. If if you're willing to do that, like in the middle of the street on camera, so nonchalantly, like I'm telling you, he would have fucking backhanded her mm-hmm. if they weren't on camera. Well, I I don't know about that because I think that she humiliated him in public, and that was the number one thing that just fucking pissed him off. And he reacted in that heat of the moment of like, "You are humiliating me in public." Um. But also the I, way that he was grabbing her in the pool, 
like was very aggressive and like yeah. not not a loving grab. I definitely think it could have been a different outcome if there hadn't been cameras there. For sure. It's scary. The way he grabbed her was very forceful and scary. I would be very afraid if I was in another country and someone put their hands on me like that. There's like no way in hell that guy like eats pussy at all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they usually do. Remember um, a couple seasons ago, Aladdin and uh, what's her face? Did you watch that season? No. Aladdin, he's super hot. If I had to pick anybody in any of the seasons, um, I think looks wise, I'd pick Aladdin. But looks and personality wise, I think I would pick um, Alexi from Lauren and Alexi. He's funny. Okay. And hot. But um, Aladdin and Laura, the old blonde lady. But yeah, well, the reason that I brought that up is because um, Laura took vibrators and like sex toys and stuff to fucking Morocco or wherever the fuck he's from. Um, And uh, he was appalled, like appalled. So they they would probably like execute you for that over there. Like that's scary. That's fucked. Scary, scary, scary. Yeah, this is creepy. I they're don't know. They're not gonna last. They're I hope that they're broken up. Nicole and Mahmoud. Some people are saying that the only reason that she went back is because they got on the show, which I've heard that that happens sometimes. Like people break up. Um, I think there was a rumor about Tim and I also wanted to say Tim and Veronica, but it was Tim and whoever the chick was from Columbia that he was with, um, that they had actually broken up and then they were approved to be on the show. So he still went down there and they were already broken up when they were filming. So I've heard that that happens sometimes. And I'm wondering if that's what happened with Nicole and Mahmoud. Probably, but I hope she gets out of there. That's such a scary place to be. Um it is not the country for me. They would definitely, I would like burst into flames if I walked down the street there. So well, they're trying, she's trying to be rebellious and it's like, this is not the place, honey. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> you literally could be like stoned in the street. Do you not understand the gravity of that? Exactly. I'm the only thing that's protecting her is having the cameras there. I'm taking my ass to California where I can have my titties out and smoke a joint. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's, uh, at the same time, that's where it's at yeah. for me. Uh huh. Yeah. Was there anybody else? Was that everybody? That's everybody. It's still I hate how the episodes are so long. Yeah, but I kind of like to play it in the background while I'm making dinner or something. So it never has 100% of my attention, but um, I like the Osama and uh, what's his face storyline? <laughs> Osama and what's that old lady's name? God, I can't remember any of their names. I need to just Debbie. keep them in front of me. Debbie. I love their storyline. It's probably my favorite. It's absurd. It's crazy. It makes no sense at all. 
And how fucking pissed would you be, which I know she didn't like sell her house or anything like that. But if she had, if she thought she was literally going to move there and live there for the rest of her life and she sold her car and she sold her house and she like moved and got rid of all her stuff. How fucking pissed would you be if like the second night that you were there, he was like, oh yeah, when you go back home in a couple of months, I'd want to wring his neck too. Yeah. I know, I agree. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, her son was like, Don't do this. I have a bad yeah, feeling. Don't. don't go. So Nope. Well, they all weren't they all are always warned and it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's kind of an insane thing to do, but we do insane things for love sometimes, I guess. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time it's kind of like teenagers, like if you push back against what they're doing. They want to do it even more. So they they get in their head that they're like star-crossed lovers, you know, like that it's a love of a lifetime and it, so many people won't have this opportunity. And so it, it gets, I think probably 50% of it is that. And then like a tiny little percentage is that person actually being smart and funny and charismatic and all of that. That's the tiny percentage, but it's mostly just wanting to be rebellious. Yeah. I wonder how, um, what's her face? Uh, I want to say her name's Nicole, but I don't think that's right. The girl with the short red hair from last season that was also with the Dominican guy. And she just had a baby with him. Uh, do you remember the guy's name? Guillermo, I think. Oh, uh, Carrie. Um... Kara. Or yes. was it Carrie? I think Kara and Guillermo, right? Yeah, they had their baby in December. Cause she seemed like cuckoo. I don't know. Well, they've been married for a year and a half, and they have a baby. I actually really, I think that it's the um, pillow talk effect that sometimes there's couples that you watch on the show that you don't like but then when you watch them on pillow talk suddenly you like them they're charismatic that's how i feel about teen mom girls night in it's the exact same concept as pillow talk like they watch okay like the og girls watch the two girls and the two girls watch the og girls but same thing i'm like they're actually like amber's actually really fucking funny you know what i mean okay i need to watch that i've never watched it before it's it's good I love Pillow Talk because that's another like background show that I watch that doesn't really matter if I miss anything. But um, I love watching Kenny and Armando on that. Kara and Guillermo were on for a little bit and they were just so cute together. And you can just tell they really love each other. Uh, Lauren and Alexi, same thing. I think they're cute and fun together. And on the show, they were kind of like the boring couple because they were just normal, but they're cute on camera. And David and Annie so cute and funny what an odd couple you would think that they'd still be together after all these years but they're adorable and it's the pillow talk effect is that one uh like bodybuilder guy on that show he had the girl from brazil and the, oh. and the boston brother <laughs> sparkles <laughs> getting your car <laughs> Um, he and his brother were on for a handful of episodes, but I haven't seen them on there for a little bit. Mm. I don't think they're very funny. So I think that, uh, TLC will try out different couples or different personalities. And if they don't really do well, they take them off. 
but actually, and that's another one. thing. The po- oh, huh? go on, continue. I was gonna say Kimbali and her son mm-hmm. are actually very cute and funny on Pillow Talk too. So okay. that's another one. Yeah. Um, Do you I ever was- watch it? I've never watched Pillow Talk. You should. It's fun to watch. Um, one. Uh, 90 day couple that I feel like is underrated like no one talks about them but I watched their journey and thought it was hilarious was uh, <laughs> Jovi and Yo- Yara Yara yeah what do you I think thought... about Yara I mean I thought that like she was right like he was an idiot but it was so funny I love Yara I think she's funny. She's like honest. She's blunt. She has boundaries and she is very strong in them. I think she's a a very strong, smart woman. And I think she's hilarious. And I think they really love each other. And they're really, I think they're cute together. I just love when she picks him up from the airport and he's got like a rum and Coke and she's like, She's like, like what is this? Morning. What is this? And she smells it. She's like, what are you doing? It's like eight o'clock in the morning. He's like, I'm at an airport. <laughs> She's like, you're a stupid <laughs> American. Why are you drinking at eight o'clock? Well, morning? and he like travels for work. He has this crazy job that he does. And so he had just come back from overseas. So he's, yes, it's eight o'clock in America, but it's probably like five o'clock at night, wherever he just came from that he spent the last three weeks in. He's from so. New Orleans. They like to drink. Yep. That's like yep. Stassi from Vanderpump Rules, her and her family. They're from New Orleans and they're all big drinkers. Wild. I uh, cannot hear the name Stassi without hearing. Oh my God, this is Stassi. Stassi and Jocks. Jocks and Stassi. <laughs> <laughs> you guys go listen to TRP. It's a total request podcast on Patreon, and we love to hate everything anywhere. Like, I love Amanda and Jody so much. They're so funny. Love it. Then you can um, hear about the wound, the walking wound. Um, is that all we have? That's it. That's all I have. Got anything else? Nope. I talked about everything I wanted to talk about. I have a giant giant page full of notes of all the stuff we talked about so <laughs> whoa yeah <laughs> tangent queens as per usual um you guys follow us on instagram at resting bitch pod go to patreon in our link tree you can sign up for two dollars a month you'll get this episode early and ad free and we're going to have additional content on there soon and then make sure you listen to the shore store podcast and follow justine at the shore store on patreon patreon Instagram. That's what I meant. Patreon too. Go to Patreon. Instagram, and subscribe. Patreon, <laughs> just main feed for free. Yeah. My, be- my best episodes are on the main feed, honestly. And I think that when I'm done the season of Floribama, I am going to maybe revisit season one. I'm like very having an inkling to just go back and recap those episodes again like re-recap them if that makes sense oh that sounds like fun you should have guests on too i don't know obviously the first time that you went through did you yeah in the first season i had amanda did two episodes with me in the first season okay um i had to get a little good rotation going few guests 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It was so long ago. It was a long time ago. I know I was looking at something recently and I was like, wow, the first episode of resting bitch face that I did. And, and this is, I w- totally was not ready to launch the podcast at this time, but I had an opportunity to interview someone from love after lockup. And this was in 2018 was my first episode. Whoa. How crazy is that? Now I didn't consistently record after that. I think I've it's been the most consistent, obviously, since you and I have become official co-hosts, which has really kind of made things pretty awesome. I love it. Uh, but yeah, isn't that crazy to think about? Like five years ago was the first Resting Bitch Face podcast episode. Damn. I know. I know. I started. And you've been doing Short Store for like two years, haven't you? In t- September, so. September 2020. God, three years almost. Well, yeah. two and a half years. It's only March, but yeah. Crazy. Craziness. Time flies when you're having fun. So everyone go right, listen. Guys. Yeah, go listen, follow all the things, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, bitches. <laughs>